Business is brought to you by Audible.com. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Married with a Business. I'm Craig. And I'm Allison. And we're Married with a Business. We're here to share tips, tricks, stories about what it's like to be a married couple that own and operate a business together. Craig, what's been going on? Oh, man, a lot has been going on. It is that time of year for us. I'm so sorry, everyone. Now Ollie's going to talk about his baseball again. I apologize. Well, you know what? For me, it's it, it's baseball, right? It's There's a lot that happens with this. Uh, our son now is also, our older son is now a Boy Scout. Woohoo! And so the schedule is starting to overwhelm us, I think. Yeah, we have definitely been super lucky that our kids are close in age. And so a lot of times they have been in the same activities. And so our schedules have been busy, but in the same direction. And I think what's going to be the hardest for us to do over the next, I don't know, two months to 10 years is (laughs) is be better at dividing and conquering when it comes to our kids' extracurricular activities. Because we're so used to the past, you know, 10 years that they've been doing stuff. We're so used to going to both, everything goes together, right? We all go to all the games because they are on the same team. Or we all went to the same scout meetings because they were in the same scout thing. We do it, we've done it as a family. And that's how we've also gotten an additional family time because um, they've been together. So it's just been easy to sign us all up to do things. So I think this year will be really really interesting for us to have to balance all of that, to, to, to figure out what games am I going to or what scout things are you going to or vice versa. Yeah, but we'll make it work. We will. We, we always make it work, we right? Will figure, we will figure, we will, listen, we will figure it out. So Allison, this week we have on Danny and Sophia Rosenberg. They are in the middle of starting a company up together. Yeah, it's so exciting. So they have a company where they, it's kind of like a dating app for finding a real estate agent. Yeah, and we and you'll listen and you'll will hear their story about how they kind of went from again their separate successful careers to pulling all of those skills and merging them and kind of how they cohesively are coming together. So take a minute here and listen to Danny and Sophia Rosenberg from Pear. Hi everybody. We're so happy to be joined today with by Danny and Sophia Rosenberg from Pear. Thank you guys for joining us today. Yeah, thanks, thanks for, having, for us. having us. So we're super excited to have you guys on, talk about uh, what you're working on and your new, your new uh, business that you're working on. But first, we want to know, how did you guys meet? and get together. What's your story? Yeah, I, we, we sort of have a long a long history. So we both went to college together, but didn't know each other. We went to UC Davis here in Northern California. Uh, we both sort of moved around. We lived in Southern California separately. And then uh, so we both found our way to Boston, uh, where we went to grad school. Um, and I actually went to start my career in footwear. And uh, we had a mutual friend who knew us both very well. Uh, we both are, are still close with to this day uh, and connected us just to be able to have a friendly face. And uh, what she didn't know is that she was setting us up and that we were going to very quickly uh, fall in love, get together. And, you know, 10 years later, I uh, have two kids and we're back to California. 
start a business again. I love that. Although we're sad that you left Boston. So that's sad. <laughs> we do love Boston. We do love Boston. Um, so you guys have had separate careers and now you are working on building a business together. How did that come about? That's a good question. Um, so my background is in interior architecture. I worked for hotels and luxury residential, basically designing them and then went back to business school, got my MBA and then became director of branding, um, for a hotel company for new openings. But then when we had our first child, our daughter, Um, I was put back on the road, um, when she was just three months old and that travel cadence was traveling, you know, four days out of the week, every other week. And with a newborn, it just didn't feel sustainable anymore. I was like, I I think the kind of the moment was when I was pumping in a airplane bathroom, just crying, being like, I can't do this. So I transitioned into real estate from there. Yeah. And then, you know, my, my background is, is marketing, uh, you know, brand strategy, campaign work, uh, sort of, you know, uh, experiential, both physical and digital. And I think watching, uh, Sophia grow her business, which, you know, very successful business from a real estate standpoint had, you know, one of the biggest businesses in Oregon. Um, and, you know, seeing what she was able to build from a brand standpoint and how she sort of took this design led approach to real estate. Um, I just really admired it from, you know, from the co-pilot seat, if you will. Um, and I've always wanted to, to do, you know, do something on my own as well. And so we, we started, we thought of this idea. So actually thought of this idea, I mean, probably going on five years ago now. And, you know, we, we sort of slowly started to build it in the background and just sort of cultivate it. Um, and then, you know, there was a number of things that ultimately became the catalyst for starting it, but, you know, it's something that we sort of, uh, I would say really took a number of years to sort of get used to the idea of doing this together. Um, and then ultimately when, you know, a few things happened in our lives that sort of said, okay, you know, switch the light on. Now's the time. Let's, let's kind of push all in and and go for it. And when you guys were, you know, working on and starting pair, um, who, who, like, you know, we talk about a lot, there's, there's visionaries and there's implementers and that, and how you guys balance each other, you know, with your roles in the business. How did that work with you guys? Yeah. I mean, um, you know, I think we have very complementary styles and skill sets. I mean, we're, we're very clear with sort of, you know, what, what she's good at, what I'm good at, and, and, you know, sort of where we can, we can draw the line, differentiate and where we can come together. Um, you know, I think this idea of, you know, being able to, uh, make the real estate process more human and being able to help people realize the dream of homeownership and ultimately realize, you know, sort of the bigger opportunity of generational wealth within real estate. Um, you know, we sort of wanted to combine, you know, our two backgrounds of, you know, design, architecture, and, and ultimately, you know, with Sophia real estate and being able to help clients in a very human way. Um, and then my background around, you know, building a brand that connects with people and being able to, you know, really deliver content messages, uh, experiences that, that really can resonate with them and, and, you know, ultimately become, you know, something that sticks with them and is shareable. And having a new business is like having a baby in and of itself. And you've already got two two kids at home and a dog. How are you balancing that, the all the needs of the business and all of the needs of home now? Oh, gosh. Um, I mean, I think that's like a daily question for us. I don't know that we do it well every day, but we try to maintain some sort of balance. Um, we were talking about this yesterday, how 
one thing that we have always been is just extremely honest with each other and extremely open. And so um, that piece has been really critical in now switching to working with each other full time as well is just making sure that if one of us is having an off day or, you know, one of us needs some space just for ourselves, we're completely transparent about that and able to then have a little more balance. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, yeah. Giving each other some grace and, um, and ultimately also just making sure that the kids come first. Right. Yeah. I mean, we're very, um, we love our kids, um, probably too much. Our Instagram followers would, would say, but, um, you know, it, I think making sure that our, our kids are good and, you know, the stresses that come with trying to start a business, particularly in an economic climate, like we're in now, um, you know, we're, we're not letting those stresses sort of, uh, bleed through to the kids and sort of the home life. And we keep that separate. And then, and then, you know, as you're doing this, as you're building this business and working together as a, as a, you know, husband and wife entrepreneurial team, what do you kind of hope that your, your kids are learning from you or learning from this process as you go through it? I mean, if, for me, I'll, I'll just, I'll go first. I think um, the uh, sort of being able to have the confidence to, to try and fail, right? I mean, and, and fail fast, um, you know, if you have an idea, not being afraid to sort of uh, give it a shot, uh, you know, and, and sort of learn, learn as you go. Um, you know, it takes, it definitely takes, uh, you know, I think a lot of, a lot of confidence and a strong support system, uh, to be able to do that. But I think, um, you know, if there's, if there's an idea that you think is viable and you think is going to be able to, to help people, um, just being able to, to be able to take that first step and go for it. And how do you think you guys have brought those kind of values from your personal life into your business? What do you, what do you, how do you present those company values? Um, well, you know, I think one of the, one of the, you know, sort of central values to pair is again, making real estate more human, making real estate more accessible. And I think, um, you know, ultimately, you know, we teach our kids to, to have a lot of empathy to, you know, to be kind to other people to, you know, um, you know, to obviously, uh, have a level of understanding that not everyone's situation is the same and, um, you know, to be able to be patient and understanding with people. And, you know, I, I think that just kind of empathetic human nature, um, that I think we try to instill in our kids. We're also very much putting into, into the, into our business in the real estate space. You know, it's a, um, it can, uh, it, it doesn't always feel human. It doesn't always feel sort of, uh, you know, safe and comfortable for people, uh, it can be very daunting. And so, um, I think being able to, you know, kind of put, put people first and sort of make sure that people have a certain level of, of care and understanding. Um, and you know, we can build that support system for them is really important for us. Sophia, since you guys have, have started doing this and working together, what, what's been something that's been a struggle for you guys that, that you keep coming back to and you're like, oh, we just can't, as, as working together as a husband and wife or, or, you know, with the family and with the balance of everything, we just can't get this sort of leveled out. Has there been something that you guys have continued to try to work on or improve on? Yeah, I mean, I think the hardest thing for us has been the investor meetings. We're currently pitching to try and get funding for an app that we have designed and ready to go. And those meetings can be brutal afterwards. There's a lot of rejection. And so when you're working side by side, I mean, you both feel it, right? So it's having to like learn to take a, take a beat and be like, we're okay. This isn't a bad 
bad idea. We will, you know, we will get funding at some point. It just has to be the right person. And it may take 200 meetings with rejection. Um, I think it's easier if it's like you and someone you're not related to doing that. But when you're related to the person and then you have to go pick up kids and get dinner ready and go on with your day, um, it's been kind of an interesting process for us to both kind of like process it together and separately and then also hold each other up at different times. Yeah. We talk, that's a great point because like you think about it and we talk about it all the time, like something bad happens at work. You can't really come home and vent to your significant other because they're in the trenches with you in it. So yeah, that's, that's amazing. That's, that's really tough. We just had, we just had that conversation with each other about like, how do we create tactics not to, not to bring each other down when one of us is really stressed or upset about that. And um, have you guys had those kind of crucial conversations with each other about identifying this is how I need you to respond when those meetings don't go well, or this is what I need from you so that you're not pushing into each other's space in the, the, the wrong way. Yeah, definitely. I mean, again, I I think we're sort of honest, um, you know, (laughs) honest to a, to a fault at most sometimes, you know, it's, uh, there, there's times where we might be feeling drastically different and, um, you know, I I may not necessarily be as understanding as she might need to be, you know, coming out of a, um, you know, coming out of a meeting where we didn't hear what we want to hear and, and vice versa. I think, you know, there's also been some times where, um, you know, I, I think we might go into a day and just not be able to know exactly what the next step is. And, um, you know, I think those are, those are times where we have to communicate too, and, and just say, you know, <laughs> we need to, we need to sort of figure this out together. Um, like we need to carve out a separate time to do some brainstorming, um, to kind of get unstuck, um, and talk through the process a little bit more. So is there, is there something, a tool, a resource, a book, a program that really has kind of helped you guys navigate through, um, through this process of starting a business and even working together or whatever it might be? Yeah. Um, so I, my master's program was through Babson college, um, outside of Boston and they have a really well-known entrepreneurial program. Um, and I went into that program as a total creative. I was an interior designer, had I mean, I think I had like the innate business sense, but couldn't speak to that. And that program really just shifted the way I think about everything. Um, And also, you know, gave me the opportunity to see what a bootstrap company is, how to do it, you know, that they fail and that that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's all learning. So that for me has been probably the biggest asset, especially in this business venture. Yeah, I'll I'll say I'll I'll say two. Um, the the first was a life experience, and and that's uh, you know we had sort of a, a what turned out to be a very long string of grief and stress. Um, so when we were pregnant with uh, with our second child, with our son Archie, uh, it was discovered that Sophia had a brain aneurysm. Um, you know, so that led to a lot of really honest conversations, um, around, you know, how can we move forward so that, you know, it can be the best possible outcome and that, you know, Sophia can be okay and the baby can be okay. Um, you know, and that ultimately wound up being, you know, three full years, multiple surgeries, um, one while pregnant, 
um, that, you know, gave us a lot of perspective on life, obviously. Um, and also really taught us, you know, I think how to be, how to be a team. Um, we also lost both of our fathers in 2020 and, you know, sort of the fallout from that. So I think, you know, there was, there was sort of a, a string of instances that, you know, built up a bit of an armor, right. In terms of, you know, being able to understand how short life is, but also being, un- being able to understand how we deal with stress together and how we sort of use how we are a great team and we can sort of overcome anything if we can overcome those things. Um, so I think life experiences and being able to like look back and sort of draw on those moments that are just really hard, right? And things that sort of ultimately like, you know, give you a level of, of, of toughness to sort of go into this. That was that was a really big one, I think, for us. Ultimately yeah. a catalyst that I think helped to really um, you know, push us into into you know, making pair happen. Um, the second one more recent for me, um, is, you know, I, um, I started working with a coach. Um, it wasn't necessarily somebody that, or a process that I had sought out, but, um, a friend of mine, her name is Steph Saffer. Um, she's up in Portland, Oregon. Um, always just had a ton of respect for her. Um, and, you know, really just respected her point of view on things and starting to, um, you know, starting the the process with her, uh, to, it really taught me a lot about, you know, kind of myself, the goals I had, the goals that I want to have, ultimately my priorities for, you know, sort of this season of life, um, and then help to build a lot of just really great tools um, that I think I've been able to just sort of, you know, pull out when I need to throughout this process. That's great. Before we talk a little bit more about pair, do you have any advice that you would want to pass on to another couple that's working together or starting a business together? What words of wisdom would you want to share or something that you wish you had known when you guys decided to do this? I mean, my advice would be if your wife is working on her computer, do not come into the office and eat chips very loudly. I love that. Yeah, that's that's fair. That's fair. Danny, do you wanna you wanna you want a chance to uh, rebut? And you like uh... no, um, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah. Make sure maybe make sure it's a good time to uh, to have a casual conversation, <laughs> and she's not you know she's not deep in in something deep in thought. <laughs> uh, we have to learn that the hard way too. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, twenty years in, we still have those yeah. moments. Don't 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 worry. I don't know if those ever. I don't know if those will ever go away. Right. But I mean, it, it it is great. I mean, it affords you guys uh, the ability. I'm I'm sure, like any other you know small business owner, you put in a ton of hours. But it also lets you manage your schedule a little better and spend more time with the kids when you need to. But I I mean, I think that's the I I think that's sort of the the larger theme is that you know you, you each are going to be in different places and in, in terms of like you know how you're approaching a certain a certain idea or a certain part of the business that you need to talk about. And it, it not every time is going to be the right time to have those discussions. Um, and you sort of have to find that balance. I, I think also just the, you know, they say when you start a business, you have to go all in, you have to have sort of like an unwavering confidence in the idea. Um, especially as you go through the rejection and the ups and downs with that. And I think there is a, another hurdle of doing that together, um, cause there might be times when one yeah. person's confidence might waver and the other person's might not, there might be, there might be days where you both, you know, are just feeling a little down about the idea in general. And that, at that, you know, it's important to be able to recognize those times and then be able to pick each other yeah. up when needed. I, I would say we find a lot of humor and things as we kind of work along and we get outside a lot when, you know, we're feeling like frustrated or down and that's been helpful. Yeah. Yeah. 
Awesome. Tell us a little bit about Pear and uh, how people can find you. Yeah, absolutely. So Pear is, uh, I mean, it, it ultimately is a real estate matchmaking service. So uh, very much like a dating website or a personalized fitness nutrition plan, we pair people with agents based on uh, their design preferences, architectural interests, lifestyle needs, communication style, um, you know, sort of a, a short but uh, very purposeful survey um, that will allow us to find the right real estate agent for you. And I think, um, you know, being able to uh, just help people make sure that they are set up with a person that's going to understand what it is, what it is that they need, you know, what their current situation is in life, um, to be able to make sure that they're, you know, they're set up to go into this complicated process of, of buying or selling a house. Um, long term, the idea is that we're creating, you know, platforms and services that, you know, that are, again, making real estate more human and more accessible. Um, so the idea is to sort of create, um, you know, create these for the next generation of, of buyers. And Sophia, as you were working as a real estate agent yourself, what prompted this idea? How did what made you think that this would be something that really spoke to potential homeowners and people looking for new homes? Yeah, so my um, Portland business was based on this idea of design-led real estate, and it grew because there is such a love for design, and there seems to be a lack of agents that really understand design, and so. Um, the thought is that we can then pair people with an agent. If you're looking for mid-century homes that understands mid-century homes, um, not every agent is a fit for every person. And so it, it was really born out of that idea that we can help you find an agent that's a fit for you. It's not necessarily your, you know, your uncle's referral or your neighbor's referral because it's not a one size fits all kind of business. It it should be curated and it, you know, we consider ourselves like a concierge almost. Yeah. I mean, the design is ultimately an extension of self, right? The design is an extension of, of kind of, of you and your preferences and the things that will ultimately bring you joy in a home. And I think that's one sort of bigger shift that we feel like we can bring is, you know, sort of taking the, the search criteria from being very functional, right? Like square footage, price, bedroom, bathroom, sort of the basic needs in a home and being able to also layer on, you know, ultimately the ability to search for a home based on the things that will give you the most joy in that home. Um, and so, you know, being able to use design as the bridge, you know, really feels like, uh, feels like a, an unlock for us. That's great, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. You can find Danny and Sophia at Pair Me Up. That's P-A-I-R-E, PairMeUp.com. Thank you guys for being on the show this week. Yeah, thanks, thanks so, so much. much for having us. Allison, it was a pleasure to get to meet and talk with Danny and Sophia. Uh, I think for me, one of the biggest things that stood out is for them to you know, have made this decision to work together, to start a business together after having like so many struggles in life, you know, life trajectory changing things. Yeah. And what, how amazing it is to kind of 
take those scary and sad moments and look at them and say, okay, how are we going to move forward from this as a family and put ourselves in a position where we can do the things that we want to do and be accountable to ourselves to make our family happy and what's going to be best for that? Well, and I think after, you know, going through the things that Sophia went through and them as a couple went through with, you know, with the medical issues, I think that, you know, it takes a lot of chutzpah, if you will. It takes a lot of gumption to to not just want to crawl up in a ball and hide from it all, right? right? It takes a lot of gumption to say, you know what? We need to change our lives. We need to do what we want to do. Let's start a business together. And I love how she's passionate about the design aspect of real estate. Um, you know, when we sold bought and sold our first houses, we had no idea how to find somebody who was a good fit. We were like, okay, who sells a lot of houses? That doesn't necessarily mean they were the best fit for our personalities and our and our needs. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was really great. I thought they had, you know, they had a, a lot of interesting ways to look at things, you know, and, and talk about things being on the startup side, Allison, of, 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 of business. Again, even though they're still early in the process, uh, that same theme about being honest with each other, being, you know, ex- she said extremely honest has has been critical for them to get on the same page, to get that same vision and you know, goals together. And I think that that's something that we're continuing to see with some of these really successful companies. They are completely honest with each other and understand that it's not about taking it too personally, but so that they can make the best decisions for their business and their families. Yeah. And I think that, you know, getting to talk to them on the early side of, of, you know, the struggles and the stresses of, you know, you both go into a meeting together as a husband and wife team and you're, and you're pitching to these VCs and trying to gain capital for your business. And, and when you do get rejected, like, having to balance that with each other. I think that's really tough. I mean, you and I talk about it all the time. It's really tough when one of us is down, the other one tries to be high and, you know, happy. And so I think that, you know, that's an example where it's it's got to be really uh, tough to, to come out of those meetings and then still be, you know, a team together. Right. And again, again, seeing these common themes of interpersonal communication, um, of struggling initially to find that, you know, um, coming up with good systems and creating a personal toolbox to working with each other, I think is really important. Yeah. So check them out, Danny and Sophia Rosenberg. You can find them at pairmeup.com. That's their new app, P-A-I-R-E, pairmeup.com. It's a great app. I think, you know, and if, if you're interested in learning more about what they're doing, definitely visit their website. Allison, you're listening right now to Extreme Leadership by Jocko Willenick and Leif Babb and two Navy SEALs. Yeah, it's a really interesting book. And um, the I'm listening to it on audible.com. And my boys, who are 10 and 11, or 10 and 12, are listening to it with me. And they keep asking me to put it on. So um, it's about how they have taken their experiences as Navy SEALs and parlayed those into coaching and how and business development and how they've worked with um, businesses once they got out of the out of the military and transferred the lessons that they've learned there into business and leadership and personal accountability. Yeah. So you can check that book out or any other book at 
Audible.com. And Audible sponsors our show, and you can get a free 30 days of Audible on us. All you have to do is go to audibletrial.com slash bizmarried. That's audibletrial.com slash bizmarried for free 30 days. Also, check us out online. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter. We're at bizmarried. You can also check out our website, marriedwithabusiness.net. It's a great place to find all the resources that we have, Allison. We put links up there for things. Yeah, and if you have an experience that you want to share on the show, you can fill out our form and um, we'll get you set up to come and chat with us. Yeah, you could be on the show. Just fill out the form and uh, and get some uh, more information from us. That's marriedwithabusiness.net. Thanks, everybody, for listening this week. And remember, not only is it important to focus on your business, but also your marriage, because we're Married with a Business. Married with a Business.